I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to So Sandler's Pod, the Adam Sandler podcast, a podcast where we discuss the movies of famed firefighter, man whore, Adam Sandler. My name is Kerry Johnson. As always, I am joined by my dearest friend and co-host, Matt Colston. How are we going? <laughs> Back for uh, uh, another week. Here we go. Nah, this, I... Uh... Ready to talk about this movie. Um, after watching this movie, I think I realised this is where it starts going downhill again. <laughs> this is this is kind of like the beginning of the end. This is where I'm pretty sure I like originally fell off Adam Sandler. I don't know if specifically it was this movie, but like... <laughs> After this, I've like the ones that came out in like 2008, 9, 10. I've not seen any of them. I don't think. Maybe funny. I'm saying I've seen like half of funny people, but I've not seen like Jack and Jill and all that shit. But like, I think this is now like we're in that era of we're, <laughs> we're in the dark times. I remember you don't mess with the Zohan being quite. Oh, I think I watched the, that in the movies and that was great, actually. No, you're not wrong. I'll give you that. I'll, I'll look forward I th- to that coming up, actually. But yeah, after that, I I think we peaked originally with obviously Happy Gilmore and the Water Boys, which feels like a fucking age ago. Yeah, true. <laughs> well, it's like you've got like '90s Adam Sandler, you've got 2000s Adam Sandler. I think you've got like a block of like 2009 to like 2013, where <laughs> everyone in the world I think just hated him, and then after that, he got like a Netflix deal and started making better movies again. Even though everyone hates the fabulous six or whatever the fuck that was called, I I put on the ridiculous six the other day just to start with it. That's and so it's, long, <laughs> and it's a two and a half hour long movie. Yeah, that's I'm gonna have to find that on Times Three. <laughs> and, yeah, Netflix doesn't have it. Oh wait, no, it does. It does have Netflix Times does Two. Have it. it does have Times Yeah, two. but yeah, enough about the ridiculous six. I really don't um, know who that's for, other than people, other than just absolute fucking psychopaths like me. Like I, <laughs> there can't be many of us watching stuff in times two speed, like just on, pre- like as like a standard. I, I, I don't imagine... do it with TV, you, like just for a point, but like anything on YouTube, podcasts. I usually, yeah, a podcast definitely on one point five. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know who, who, who does that, like. I imagine film reviewers probably do. I was gonna say, most people people like trying to find specific scenes or like literally yeah. just like shots in movies. I, I imagine film reviewers fast forward. What are you doing? Yeah. Hey, bring back DVDs and we'll get scenes select. Oh, mate, that's yeah. that's one thing. Literally that getting like the chapter off. list on the back of the fucking <laughs> DVD. Oh, mate, unreal, absolutely iconic. There's gonna be some people that, that... listening to this that. I'm fucking no idea what that means but that's something that pisses me off about netflix and there is no chapter list no scenes chapter selection or scene selection bollocks i completely agree with that 
Never thought about that. Even, so you just brought it up right now. And it used to be even better when the chapters were named rather than chapter one, chapter two. Oh yeah, unreal. <laughs> and but... yeah, more like oh yeah, oh, your extra bonus scenes, your fucking director's commentary, get all the outtakes. Oh mate. Yeah, oh, fucking bonus features now are all brand. They're different oh, shows. Advertising, like shout. <laughs> right. Um, this week's movie is I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Oh yeah, we did. Did we actually announce that yet? No, we haven't. Um, <laughs> what's what's your what's your what's your history with this film? Uh, I think I've only seen this once before. Think I don't think I can't think of times I've like multiple times I've watched this, and yeah, like I was saying to you, I'm pretty sure th- this came out, and then yeah. <laughs> The next movie we've got is Don't Mess With the Zohan, and then I'm pretty sure I didn't watch Adam Sandler movie for like five or six years. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I what about know. you? I, I think that's fair enough. It, I, like I said in the week, I think this is the first Sandler movie I saw in the cinema, and the last one would have either been That's My Boy or Jack and Jill. So we got to... Yeah. So a four-year sure pe- period. I think I got a four-year period where I went to watch them in the movies. Well, like I told you this week, um, this is the movie that made me fall in love with Jessica Biel. I mean, if it didn't, <laughs> to anyone listening, if you don't fall in love with Jessica Biel watching this, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> she is 100% the best part <laughs> about this movie. Yeah, all right. I was going to say Ving Rhames, but... <laughs> Marcellus Wallace of this is fucking great. <laughs> but no, Jessica Bailey, this is fantastic. Yeah. So everyone is forever get... jealous of, of Adam Sandler to just <laughs> literally write in a scene in his own movie where he gets to just fondle Jessica Beale's boobs for like two minutes straight. Uh, see, Sandler knows how, how to do it. It's so funny. He gets the girl, like, even, he, even he gets the holiday. Even when he's playing a gay guy, he's just the world's biggest man whore. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> Talking about Sandler on a holiday. Um, yeah, this may be the only thing where they don't go on holiday. No, the, the trailer, trailer for, what I was going to say, the trailer for Murder Mystery 2 was released oh. yesterday. And the start of the trailer, they're on some tropical island, the murder happens, and then by the end of the movie, they're in Paris. So... <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the same thing about Murder Mystery 1, though. That, uh, I also, I'll say this now before we get to that podcast down the line. That, I've seen it once. That was fucking great. Only because I was watching that, like, this would be my reaction as well. Like, someone's like, nah, you're murdered. I'll be like, nah, you're taking a piss, mate. What are you on about? I'm sh- oh, yeah, sure, this is happening. Just to Jennifer Aniston, I'm like, yeah, mate, all right, all right. Um, that's such we- a- you'd be like, yeah, mate. I mean, well, obviously, I didn't fucking murder him, so what are you on about? Well, it, it's... It's only his second sequel. Really? Yeah, Grown Ups 2. Grown Ups 2. A Murder <laughs> Mystery 2. So, That's crazy. Very, yeah. It, 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 is, uh, it, it is crazy that he's only had two sequels in his career. But crazy that the first it? one was Grown Ups 2. First Grown Ups is... Well, first Grown Ups is great. I have like, <laughs> no issue. Like, people give that movie a shit all you want. I will defend, I will defend that movie. I'm not going to fucking die on that hill, but like, I'm not accepting this shit film. Second one, I enjoy it. I will not defend the second one. <laughs> um, first Grown Ups may be in my top five Sandler movies. Top ten, definitely. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I can't say top five off the top of my head, but like, top ten, hundred, like, confirmed top ten. Just without and thinking of any. What about today's movie? Top ten? Top twenty? Top. <laughs> Ooh. Wait, this may be. Oh, sorry, I just want to. I just need to quickly pull something up. <laughs> okay, no worries. Um, for me, I think this is probably. Oh, is it down there with going overboard? Probably not. So, out of the twenty-seven it... movies, including this one that we've reviewed, it's definitely in the top <laughs> twenty-six, twenty-five. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Looking forward to it, that might, it might actually be the top 20 it's 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 not as bad as we're probably going to make it out to be it's just obviously it's not aged well 
Yeah, and uh, the movie that hasn't aged well is I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. I now pronounce you husband and husband. You may kiss the husband. Kiss the husband. That's how we roll in our house, baby. Hell yeah. If this marriage is something you've cooked up in response to this pension problem, you are not taking me down with you. This marriage is the only way I can make sure my kids get my pension if something happens to me. This summer... Mr. Valentine? Yeah. I'd like to talk to you about your domestic partnership. Oh, jeez. Two of New York's bravest are going to turn a little lie. Your domestic partnership is being challenged by the city. You guys have nothing to worry about because you're a legitimate gay couple, right? Into a whole new way of life. Oh, yeah, we're, uh, no, we're big-time fruits. Oh, I like men. The way they smell and... Okay. This investigation is gonna get rough. How long is Uncle Chuck staying? What happened to your place? Are you and Dad homosexuals? They are gonna quiz you about every aspect of your relationship. If we get caught, we're going to jail. Have a great day. Oh, we will. (laughs) On July 20th. I think we should have seen the signs. The only thing harder than being a man's man is letting go of being a ladies' man. I'm cooking Alex a thank you dinner. You hitting on a lawyer again? Girl to girl, how do you turn Larry on? You can't touch her. Our lives depend on her continuing to think you're gay. Universal Pictures cordially invites you to a comedy. Thanks to you, I can't get close to her. I can't even have freaking fun with her. Why can't you have fun with me? You're smothering me, man. I can't freaking breathe. Because you're afraid of feeling trapped. That's what happens when you get married. Badass, we're not really married. About true romance. That's not a pillowcase. It's my underwear, you idiot. In the faking. Oh. Adam Sandler, Kevin James, and Jessica Biel. What are you doing there? I'm soaked. Greatest body I've ever seen, besides Larry's. Well, he's a real, by the way. Feel. Jose. Yucky. <laughs> I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. You are a lousy best friend and a stupid, ugly husband. For the record, every time I laughed at one of your jokes, I was faking it. You're a monster. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry is a 2007 American buddy comedy film directed by Dennis Dugan, starring Adam Sander, Kevin James, and Jessica Biel, with Ving Rhames, Nick Swartzen, Peter Dante, Steve Buscemi, Dan Aykroyd, and Nicholas Taturo in supporting roles. So Dennis Dugan, how many times have we seen Dennis Dugan uh, before? Too many times. His fourth movie now? Happy Gilmore. Big Daddy, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, so it's his third, yeah. and then next week, oh, okay. <laughs> you don't mess with us all that grown-ups, just go with it, Jack and Jill and grown-ups too. Fuck me, he went on a run. Christ. <laughs> Dugan is a four-time Golden Raspberry Award nominee winning once. Yeah, well, they got <laughs> cancelled this year, so... <laughs> That was one of the funniest things. Yeah, you you can't exactly nominate a fucking thirteen year old for the worst actor award. That is, that's like even if you think it's funny, like and that's fine if you do. Like you can't you can't fucking do that. All you need to do, or if anyone understands what I'm doesn't understand what I mean, go to Google and just type in Jake Lloyd, and then you'll understand. Oh. Not to make a laughing point out of that, it's absolutely not. I'm just saying, like, he can't fucking, you can't nominate a 13-year-old for the worst actor award. It's just like, even if you do think it's funny, you can't fucking do that shit. Um, Kevin James is returning after his brief cameo in, what was it, 51st Dates? Kevin, nah. Is he yeah, remember that? Yeah, he was um, Adam Sandler's gay lover at the start. <laughs> they were gay again. Do, do you remember the opening scene? He's is he like been... a cameo in the opening scene? I yeah. can't remember this now. What was Adam Sandler's name in first dates? Oh, he was oh. pretending to be like some fucking spy guy. Was it Mike or something? It, anyways, when everybody, it was the that little montage of people. Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler, and then Kevin James was like, oh, Adam Sandler. Oh right, okay, yeah. Um. But yeah, this is his first major role, and he's in so many, so much shit going forward. 
We do love a bit of the King of Queens. We've got a mini series to celebrate Kevin James soon, and we're doing a Paul Ballard double bill. I'm <laughs> not looking forward. To, I'm just probably going to watch them back to back. Jessica Beale. She's Jessica Beale. She, she's. If you don't know Jessica Beale, where has she been in? I won't uh, be home for Christmas. Um, what is Jessica Beale's uh, film? We're just so underprepared for this episode. It's <laughs> great. It's 2003, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Can't remember oh, if yes. that's the good remake or not. No, I think that's... Rules of Attraction. Blade Trinity, which is giant. Stealth. Seventh Heaven. Um... The A-Team. Oh, yeah, you said she's Yeah, we A-team. mentioned A-Team. Yeah. She's in Total Recall. She's in oh, Hitchcock. She's in reboot. Yes, with... What's his face? Yeah, Colin Farrell. That's the one. Not saying that. Say Colin Just Firth. like... That uh, fucking... It's not Colin Firth, is it? Jesus, that'd be a different movie. Oh, she was in a 2021 episode of Scooby-Doo and Guess Who as herself. Oh, God. She, she, she was the uh, celebrity guest in uh, in that episode. Oh, but she's yeah. in... Oh, yeah, she is in BoJack Horseman for a brief period. Um, Ving Rhames, Nick Swarton, Peter Dante, Steve Buscemi, Dan- and then it's all just Sanders, mate, back again. Yeah, this is. I think this was like <laughs> the first one in a while where we get everyone. Yeah, because apart what? from no, we get Jonathan Loughran in this. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah. Um, Covert's in it. Dante's in it. Schneider's in it. I think this is the first one since Little Nicky that they're all in, or maybe Big Daddy. Little Nicky, definitely, because Schneider was in that, but he was very small part. Big. Daddy, well, he's in Big Daddy, and Jonathan Loughran's in Big Daddy. Yeah, this is what I'm thinking because he's not in a lot of them. He's, oh, I guess not. They're all in the longest yard, aren't they? Are they? Yeah, they're all prisoners or guards. Are they? I'm fairly confident. Yeah, because all right, Alan Cover is the referee. Ref. Jonathan Loughran is one of the prison guards, and I'm pretty sure. Rob Schneider's is a prisoner. Rob Schneider is a prisoner. And I don't know if Peter Dante is in there or not. Fuck knows, honestly. But, anyway. but he's a he's, he's a good cop. Dante is a good cop, and Dante was looking good in this movie. Oh, he's a firefighter. Yeah, that olive skin, that <laughs> mustache. It, it made me almost. He does have a very again. strong mustache in this. Um, Pat, you've got fucking work to get to. Um, the thing we like to do on this podcast is a little segment called uh, Curb That Blip. So what I've done is I've found a plot synopsis online, and I'm going to read it out to you. If you think that it's shit, we'll take it outside, make it bite the pavement, and kick it in the back of the head. We will curb that blurb. But if you think it's a good one, we'll uh, let it walk free and enjoy the rest of its day. So this has come from Apple TV+. Plus. When a bureaucratic red tape prevents him from naming his children as life insurance beneficiaries, a fighter, a firefighter asks his buddy to pose as his domestic partner. Ah, uh, you know what? Just because fuck bureaucracy, we can keep it. Yeah. I'll let it walk. Because this that is like the like, dumbest part of this movie. It's like, oh, hey, your wife's dead. We know like <laughs> you are your children's father, but you're not their main beneficiary. Oh, can we change that? No, go fuck yourself. Like, I, maybe that does really happen in America because your shit's fucked over there, but like, that is wild. <laughs> if I was to guess if this actually happened in America, I would say that this actually happened in America. Oh, 100%, but like, doesn't make it any less crazy that this guy's. They, what did this lady say to him? Like, oh yeah, your wife died. We contacted you because your children aren't registered in your name or something. It's like, who are they fucking registered under now then, you dumb bitch? Like, what are they? Just fucking wards of the state? Like, what do you mean? Hey, they gave him 12 months to answer that letter and he never did. So, I think it's Kevin James's fault. One letter it's in 12 ne- months. They were really, uh, really pushing for him to answer. <laughs> you know, it's never the system's fault. <laughs> what I've also done is I found a couple of reviews here. This first one comes from Nigel Andrews from the Financial Times. 
And imagine working for the Financial Times and your job is to review an open chapter Larry rather than giving people financial advice. And Mate, that must content. be the best job in the world. Being the film critic for the Financial Times. Are you fucking joking? That sounds absolutely ideal. You'd have to do nothing. You could review anything you wanted and no one's going to read it. No one reading the Financial Times has ever seen an outpronounce you Chuck and Larry. That's incredible that this guy got that job. I am so happy for that, man. <laughs> so our friend Nige says, an outpronounce you Chuck and Larry is a comedy masquerade that Shakespeare might have written if he were a pea-brained and talentless and had been commissioned to script an Adam Sandler movie. I mean, I think there's probably a lot of Shakespearean themes in this uh, in this movie. All I know is this guy's comparing Adam Sandler to Shakespeare, <laughs> so I'm pretty sure Adam Sandler would take that. Um, there's Forbidden Love. There's uh, I don't know what else does Shakespeare write about. Yeah, I don't tragedy. Think... Is there any death? Oh, Midsummer's yes, night murder. Tra- that one. Yeah. Yeah, there's tragedy in this because uh, Kevin James's wife is dead. Yeah, it's very Shakespearean. Ah, oh, yes. This is the... No, I now pronounce you like uh, Chuck and Larry. After we've had a deep dive, we've now discovered this is actually a Shakespearean tragedy. Thank you for that review of pointing that out. I, I, I've also got a couple of uh, user reviews here. So I've got one star from BF Figs, BFigs04, and they say, this movie aged like milk. And I think that is exactly how we feel. About yeah, <laughs> look, I'm not gonna. It's a fine movie. Like the movie itself is fine. It's just like <laughs> it's not, not really. Like <laughs> if anyone's watching this, basically they just they just say faggot like at least thirty times just throughout the movie. Just like it. It's just like wait, what? Yeah. It's just fucking wild. I was incredibly shocked <laughs> with the homophobia in this movie. Like, it shocked me at first because I just wasn't. You don't expect it the first time you say it, and then you're like, "Whoa, all right." And then it just keeps coming. It just, it's like it never stops. But I think, oh. I think there's only like, there's only one use of it in like a derogatory sense in the fact that it's like used to hurt someone, and that's the taxi driver. No, that's oh, all right. There's two then: the taxi driver who gets the shit kicked out of him, and then the fucking guy, uh, Rob Corduroy. Yeah, when they're outside the gala thing, yeah. and then he's like, they're giving him shit, and these guys aren't reacting, so he just calls him a faggot, and he turns around, and Adam Sandler just fucking clocks him. Rob Corduroy, you mean you mean uh, Adam Sandler's boss in uh, anger management? <laughs> you know, Rob Corduroy, that bald guy of like fifty. <laughs> the bald guy from the office. Harry. <laughs> I've also found a five-star review. Lulu02369. And they say, Paul, Blatt, Paul Blatt and Adam Sandler. Good parent. Glad they got married. Hey, they did a good job of parenting those kids. Yeah, they did. They, they were a good couple. They were a good couple. I, th- I feel like they brought out the best in each other. And then, obviously, as we do, Rotten Tomato scores. How do you feel this fed with the cricket uh, critics? Yeah, this, this, this. <laughs> oh, if this is like above a thirty, I'd be shocked. There's no chance. <laughs> Give me a number. Twenty-six. <laughs> this uh, this movie received a fourteen percent on. Uh... Yeah, from, right, from the critics. That's probably uh, fair enough. And the audience, uh, I'll give you a clue. This number is uh, very nice. <laughs> I didn't know you were watching Bora. <laughs> Sorry, I can't count 69 in Kazakh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they get this to 69%. And then the box office numbers, the budget was $85 million. And it grossed $187 million. At the box office. Pretty good. 85 million for this movie, though? Fuck me. That is a big budget for this movie, actually. Surely most of that went on Sandler. 
I'm just trying to think. Was there, like I'm trying to think what sets there was like because I know obviously they were going through like burning houses and stuff, so that can't be cheap. Um, Maybe it's all like insurance money and shit for all the for like the firefighting things. I don't know, but like that's I'm just trying to think. There's no reason that should be eighty five million dollars, especially for a two thousand and seven movie that, for all intents and purposes, does not look like it costs eighty five million dollars to produce. I. I think he he must be money a lot laundering of that's got to be cast salary, got to yeah. be cast salary. But that is mates. That's what he does. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but it, it's his mates. He's giving fuck. He gives all shitloads of money. He's got his own production company. He either gives them shitloads of money, or he's like, "Oh, fancy doing this for a twelve pack? Come on, we're yeah. mates." But then it's literally like, "Oh yeah, we get to go and sit, spend three months in Hawaii doing nothing but filming and eating pork." Like, all right, sweet. Yeah, that's very true. Um, <laughs> do, do, where do we start with this movie? Should we talk, talk about Chuck and or Larry? Who we got? We got we, Chuck is... Adam which, Sandler. Which one's which? All right, so Chuck is Adam Sandler no. and Larry. Yeah, Larry Var- Valentine is Paul Blart, is yes. Kevin James. Because I know this because um, Kevin James's brother, who's also in this movie, is called Gary Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> and he's the uh, he's the firefighter with a moustache on the fire engine in the start. I'm pretty sure every that... one of those firefighters has a moustache. <laughs> he's the one that's like, oh, I see a big range over there. He's a serial killer. He goes after people with his axe. Oh, that yeah. That's Kevin James's real life brother. I thought that was Kevin James. No, that was his brother. <laughs> what? Oh, fuck. <laughs> what was I paying attention to? Did Kevin James have a moustache in this movie? No. Did he? Or does he only have a moustache when he's uh, <laughs> Paul Blatt? No, I don't think there's a moustache in this. <laughs> I don't think. I, I have no idea. Um, I watched this fucking like yesterday or the day before. Yeah, th- th- that's the thing. I, I can't remember this movie. I watched it two days ago. I've got a couple of notes here. But the movie this starts. Look, the movie starts and there's two sisters fighting over Adam Sandler. He, he's a womanizer. He's slept with so many people in New York City. He's the favorite person Slut. of the Hooters, Hooters girls. <laughs> well, so yeah, they get like we have to start this. They're just like we meet Adam Sandler's character. He's a womanizer. They're all playing basketball and they get called out to a fire. They get <laughs> they save this the fattest man the fat- in the world. <laughs> Fat man, yeah. Fuck me, yeah. They just open the door and there's just a whale just fucking beached in the corner. Jesus Christ. We'll we'll cut him up. We'll take him down in pieces. So I've got a note that that says, save an extremely fat man. And then my next note is, bolognese, more like bowl of shit. Oh, Jesus, yeah. Fucking cooks bolognese (laughs) and he literally gets like spaghetti, like microwaves, a glass jar of sauce and chucks it on top. (laughs) And then puts three hamburger patties on. <laughs> <coughs> That's not the most like. Uh, yeah. So Adam Sandler and Kevin and James, <laughs> they're Chuck and Larry. They're best friends. Kevin James is a widowed father who's struggling to look after his kids. He can't really connect with his son because Kevin James loves baseball, and his son, his son doesn't. Son loves dancing. His son loves dancing in musical theatre, and Adam Sandler plays Chuck, who is a serial womanizer who treats women like pieces of shit, pins them against each other, and yeah, and they're and they're firefighters. Basically, that's their characters. Yeah, there's no other character development, <laughs> pretty much other than that. Until we find out that Kevin James can't name his kids as beneficiaries on his will. So what they have to do is they they go to court and get domestic partnership signed up. Yeah. They ask Chuck yes. and Chuck's like, no. And then he's like, yeah, whatever. Do they, do they go in disguise? Yeah? Or was that I later like on? Was that? I don't know. I, oh, fuck knows. Yeah, but they go and get a domestic partnership. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much of the movie... Okay. Um... Well, oh no, because they get they get domestic partnership because they find out he can't uh, 
his kids can't like benefit from his will and then something happens where they both get injured at work and they both like get hospitalized yes and then he's so, like oh shit i'm fucked if my kids can't get the stuff so we need to get married that, that, that's right they no, they no, go no, to sorry. so we need a like domestic partnership because they both get sent to hospital after kevin james saves adam sandal's life and then adam sandal yeah. is like i owe you big time whatever you want yes i'm there yeah. for you and then he's like i want you to marry me so you can look after my kids what is it? He knocks on his door and he's like, what the <laughs> fuck? What is this? And he's like, remember that time you said you owe me one no matter what with your life? And he's like, yeah, you just woke me up at 4am. Now fuck off. <laughs> no, he's he's there having he's a... He's like, you just woke me up at 4am or even. <laughs> Isn't he having a... Hasn't he got multiple women over at that point, including the doctor yeah, from goes, the hospital? We, we, go, we, go, we go back in and he's just having an orgy with all the Hooters ladies and the doctor. I've, yeah, I've got, I've got an idea. Adam Sandler, uh, all the Hooter girls can chuck Adam Sandler's loving life. Then Larry sees the gays can get married in the state, in the states, and now decides he wants to marry Adam Sandler. Change better fact. Okay, and then I've got a note saying Sandler says the f word two weeks in a row, and I don't mean fuck. And I'll pronounce you fucking Larry. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Larry asks Adam Sandler, um, can we get married? And Chuck goes, if we got married, it would be like the prom king um, messing around with a tuba player. That's how he describes their relationship. And then, yeah, they go to court in disguise to get married. And then they move in with each other to prove that they're a couple. Yeah. And Adam Sandler gets all his condoms and sex. Fucking <laughs> blow up sex doll sent to the house. Kevin James gets he's like, what? They fucking send these pre blown up now? What is this? <laughs> is that a doll for me? Enough the daughter says. Um, and then, then, then. How the fuck does Jessica Beale come into this? She's their lawyer. But why? why do they need a lawyer? Because they realise that what they've done is fraud and they're like, oh, fuck, we should go and find out how much trouble we're in if we get in trouble. And then she's like, okay, so this is the scenario. But you guys are all legit, right? So it's going to be fine. And they're like, yeah, yeah we're not going to prison for five years. Fuck that. And then she's like, oh, but if this guy comes... uh, Yeah, this one no. guy comes and sniffs around. Because, yeah, yeah, sorry, because no. the guy from... The department, the state department, or some shit, is checking yeah. up on him, and he's like, "Oh no, just routine checks, you know." Any like domestic partnerships we check up on because people have been like trying to defraud the system, and then they go and then, to the lawyer, and then, and then it's he's just like, "Yeah, if if there's any uh, inconsistency popping up, uh, somebody will come to you." And then they're like, "Oh shit, okay, let's go see Jessica Beale. And she's like, "Oh, if Steve Buscemi comes around, then then we know you're in trouble. Then we're fucked." Yeah, and then they're like. But and then Steve Buscemi comes around, starts sniffing. He's like, "Oh, this he's is literally uh... going through the trash." <laughs> he's like, "Oh, this is straight whale trash." And then Jessica Beale suggests the only way that you can prove that this is real is if you get married for real, rather than just a domestic partnership. And for that, they have to go to Canada. Yes. Oh, did I? Girls. Did I? Did I tell you about the conversation that me and David once had? We were... Jesus, you're going to have to be more specific than that, Gary. (laughs) Fucking hell. We had a conversation (laughs) about us getting married and then getting it immediately annulled so we could introduce each other to new people as, oh, this is my ex-husband, Gary. This is my ex-husband, David. And then they were like, what the fuck? <laughs> Did you do it? No. But, but that, that's a genuine... That's a gen- I, I would. I think it'd be hilarious. I, ju- I think I, you absolutely I, should have. I, I'm shocked you didn't do that. Should have taken your opportunity while we were near Canada. I, I would have genuinely gone. Um, but then, yeah. Remember that time you got stopped at fucking border security coming back into Canada? Because you really couldn't keep your fucking mouth shut Harry, <laughs> just don't say anything to this guy. We'll be fine. Yeah, all right. Literally about to let us through. <laughs> yeah, just pull up over there and come and see us in the building. All right. Cheers, mate. 
<laughs> and they cut cut their ass to short by sixty days. <laughs> the what? They cut their ass to short. They did. You know, oh, and, yeah. <laughs> a bit literally because you ch- couldn't shut the fuck up. I was literally like, and handled the situation. He was leaving. He was gonna let us through, <laughs> and then you just had to tell him. And I was like, why? Why, Gary? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's American border control. They terrify me. Yeah, and that's why I told you to shut the fuck up and let me speak to him, because I don't care. I just want to go and fucking do what I'm doing. <laughs> you you were in the passenger. Yeah, and it was still fine. <laughs> um, and then the next note I've got is Rob oh, Schneider crying well face. Do you want to let the people know? <laughs> when was Rob Schneider in this? What? Oh, Jesus. Sorry, <laughs> I just like spaced for a second like wait what oh yeah oh god <laughs> rob schneider in this movie is the chinese priest yeah rob schneider is in full asian face how does he get away with it how i don't think anyone gives a shit i really don't like no one cares as like i'm not saying that i don't and i'm not saying it's not right or anything but like no one no <laughs> one can give a shit because people still do it now like it's not even uncommon like it's yeah, but so many people have been called out for it over the last couple of years. But it's Rob Schneider who gives a shit, really. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. And like Rob Schneider says, he and we're all people what? from the human race. That's yeah, goddamn right. There's only one race, a <laughs> hundred meters sprint. Uh, and then uh, I've, I've got a quote here as they're about to get married. Um, Sandler says, I'm Jewish, I don't want to piss my mother off. And then Kevin James says, I'm Catholic, I don't want to piss Mel Gibson off. <laughs> and then they need a witness, and then they bring in Blake Clark and some drunk. Yeah, that's <laughs> just a random homeless bro. <laughs> then he just starts <laughs> dancing. Uh, the full white, the Cossack dance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, Sandler moves in. And he hates the food. He leaves the seat up, and then the daughter falls in. Fucking. Yeah. I think it took me until I was this year's old to realize that's why women hate when you leave the seat up, which is also hilarious. It's like. Because <laughs> they fall down. I... <laughs> I never understood why everyone was complaining about it. It's like, you can yeah, put your own fucking seat down. Why do I, like, I have to lift it up. You can put it down. It's literally the same amount of effort for me to do it as it is for you. That's always one thing that's pissed me off. I've never understood that as like a no. Nah, guys always have to put the seat down. Why? Why is that a thing? You don't piss on your seat? No, it's left up then. Yeah, but I, I don't understand. A, I don't get a it. Girl... All just close the whole fucking thing, and then everyone's yeah. happy. Are, are girls walking into the toilets backwards? Like they can clearly see if the seat's up. That's what I'm saying. I. I'm not even gonna bother going through my notes. <laughs> I didn't make any notes for this because it was just too difficult. It's like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> it's a very difficult movie. Um, Sandler and Kevin James, basically for the rest of the movie, they're pretending to be gay, but Sandler's fallen in love with Jessica Biel. Yeah, and he's just basically going on like dates with her in the guise yeah. of being her gay best friend so he can like look at her child on clones and shit. Yeah, so what, they, they do some shit like pottery and make bracelets for each other and go shopping yeah. and and then eventually they kiss and oh like, yeah that's I... right they're at their apartment and they yeah can't make it out and then sandler wants to tell her that he's not gay but he can't because because they genuinely get called into court i don't even know where this court order came from so and no no so what happens was like he they kiss and then he leaves he's then they're like oh fuck and then the newspaper is like Oh, 16 Hooters girls have claimed to have slept with Adam Sandler <laughs> in the last, like, six months. <laughs> it's like a full-page spread, so they go to court for that because yeah. they're defrauded. So they're like, oh, fuck. Um, and they're like, look, yes, I slept with all these people. I have a problem. <laughs> um, the Halloween party as well, that happened at some point. Adam Sandler dressed up as Count Dracula years before he actually plays Count Dracula. Yeah. 
Actually, I think Hotel Transylvania may be the movie that got me back on board. I've, I've never seen the Hotel Transylvania movie. I've only seen the first one. Solid. No, that's got a good cast. Andy Samberg sooner goes. It's all of his friends. All of his friends. <laughs> um, and Andy. <laughs> With the um, addition of Andy Samberg later on. Nick Swartzen is Jessica Biel's gay brother. Yes. Hey, he's been in a few of these now. I think this is his second one after Click. And he, he was funny in this one. What is it? I don't know. Ah, you know what? I may have just seen him in something else recently. I thought he was quite funny in this movie. Like, he doesn't so. do anything in Click, really. No, he's just that Bed Bath & Beyond guy. And he's literally just there. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm, I'm gonna do it. I, no, no, don't do it. Like, I'm gonna do it. I always... So, who's the pitcher and who's the catcher? And then everybody thinks that Adam Sandler's the catcher. Adam Sandler's just getting plowed by Kevin James. <laughs> Throughout this entire movie, everybody thinks that Adam Sandler, um, the one taken in this entire relationship. He's, he's inclu- the bottom. <laughs> including he's Kevin James' kids. But what does the kid say later on? She's like, um... It's, I don't have two daddies. I have daddy. a daddy and a, and, a, and a mommy with a beard or something. <laughs> And you're like, what the fuck? Um, the fire crew, I feel like they were completely underused, apart from Dan Aykroyd. I agree completely. I, uh, Nicholas yeah. Turturro go, going from this to... Uh, just just playing just this, longest like, yard am- to this. ambiguously gay man in both of these <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that in long, But in Longest Yard, he's fucking... He was a scene stealer. In this, he was. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like he, he was re- relegated to incredible. So, so basically, the entire fire crew, Dante, Lockrin, Kevin James's brother, they're, they're all homophobic. Yes. Look, like extremely homophobic. Apart from Ving Rhames, who is a closeted gay man. Yes, and comes out eventually... because Adam Sandler and Kevin James give him the courage to come out. Yes. After the rest of the guys abandon Adam Sandler on the basketball because they're they're afraid that he's going to rub up against them. Yeah, <laughs> play too much defense and rub on him. <laughs> and and the, these guys they're so homophobic. They set up a petition to make yeah, sure so they, that so Kevin, Kevin James, James and Adam Sandler can't work together on the same shift. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> which is fucked. That's and, so yeah, that's so fucked. But then Kevin James calls them out on their shit. Like, yeah, who, like, who would have? Oh, yeah, fuck who, who you. saved you here? Who would have saved you? you? Yeah, yeah. Who would have saved you from doing this? Who stopped you from doing this? Who helped you when this was happening? Oh yeah, that's right. Motherfuckers on the other shift now. So let's get your asses in gear and let's fucking go. And then I think this makes them realize that they're all actually one big happy family, and then they all come to the court again to show support for. I Kevin do. Jensen I do like this. Like. They're all, their courtroom drama's over. They're going to win the case. They believe them. Dan Aykroyd <laughs> walks in. Nah, fuck this. They're guilty as fuck. I'll tell you why. I've known all along. You have to arrest me as well. And then all the, all the fire off, all the fire would stand up. You have to arrest us too. And then they do. And the whole fire department <laughs> gets arrested. Which, but, uh, hey man, if a fire happens in that district while they're in prison... That judge is They're fucked. Big time. That judge <laughs> is fucked. What I, um... Yeah, well, Nick, I, what I enjoyed about this scene is uh, Nicholas Petura. He's like, so, uh, how would you rate me at a 10? He's like, um, you're, you're a solid 7.5 or whatever he says. Yeah. yeah. No, he tells <laughs> me it's a 10. You're just, he's <laughs> it's like, a 10. you're a 10, you're just not my type. <laughs> he's like, I'm a 10! I'm a 10! <laughs> I'm a fucking ten. <laughs> Does he get with Ving Rhames at the end? No. No, Ving Rhames gets with someone else. Uh, with Nick Swanson. Oh right, yes, of course. And, but and, yeah, does Nicholas? Because he tries it on with both. He's like, does anybody want yeah. me? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like you said, uh, throughout this whole court procedure, they answer the questions like, "Oh, when did you meet? What's his favorite color? Blah 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 blah." Um, yeah. What's your favorite thing about him? Blah. And like, what's his favorite thing about you? 
And then, yeah, like you said, Dan Aykroyd comes in. He's like, these motherfuckers are guilty. I knew all along. <laughs> like, if you arrest these, you got to arrest me. And then... And then they do. Who's the judge? I feel like he's a person, like a famous person. The, the judge is a famous person. But at what point is everybody like, kiss, 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 kiss? Oh, Let me... yeah. Fucking just before that. So they kiss and then Dan Aykroyd walks in. So yeah, Steve Buscemi's not convinced. He's like, nah, fuck these guys. They need to prove it. And he's like, nah, you need to kiss. And everyone's like, well, that's really fucking demeaning. You definitely don't. Or the judges and the lawyers, yeah. which is absolutely the right course of action here. And then the whole crowd is like, no, kiss, no. Pressure and then, then then they have a very 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 brief peck and Dan Aykroyd swift comes in and I I've just realised the way that everybody finds out Chuck and Larry is after the Halloween party Adam Sandler decks uh, that guy from yeah the office punches Rob Cordroy yeah punches <laughs> Rob Cordroy <laughs> punches a champ from Anchor <laughs> and yeah. and then that's caught by paparazzi because Rob think... Cordroy is le- leading an anti-gay protest. Yes. Yes. There you go. I think but one of my favourite scenes <laughs> of this whole movie is um, Adam Sandler punches him and then the next thing is the newspaper headline and it just says, Gay Basher Bashed. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's so fucking brilliant. Oh. He is um, Richard Chamberlain, who's the first oh. to play Jason Bourne in the 1988 made-for-TV Born identity. Yeah. Um, where would we know him from? Hmm. Don't know. Man in the Iron Mask. Oh, I don't know. I feel like I just. Oh fuck knows. Maybe you just know the name. He was Julius Caesar. Oh, he was sorry, Augustus Caesar. Julius Caesar. I love how yeah. there's just like dead silence and we both are just like <laughs> vigorously googling something. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, oh, David I, Spade. He's in this movie. David Spade is in this movie. Very briefly. That, that's in my notes. Um, I'm, I'm just looking through this now. He's in the. Um, um, it's he's at the party and he thinks. Uh, yeah. He's the lawyer. When it's Jessica Beale. I he's love in how a, like play by bunny outfit. <laughs> There's so many like fucking things of kept um, David Spade just being a, like a woman or having just like a womanly feature. <laughs> like in in uh, grown ups where he's walking through the house with no pants on and Selma Hayek like looks at him and she he walks past and she's just like, "Was that a man's ass?" <laughs> yeah, it's fucking gold. He's just this um, little little man. We do love David uh, Spade. I'm, I'm going back. I'm I'm going back a bit here. Um, we mentioned the kiss, didn't we? Between Sandler and Jessica Biel. Um, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Chuck and Larry argue at some point. I don't fucking know. And then, yeah. So, and then when Sandler's reading a bedtime story to Kevin James's kids, it's the puppy book from uh, The Puppy Who Lost His Way. And fuck knows. Yeah, and then... Then in the court, Santa's like, what, what did he say? Please don't be mean to gay people. I used to be mean to gay people. Now I'm not, because I realized how loving the community is. Yeah, I guess. And then, then what? Like, they... So they all get arrested, and the city is basically like... We we have a... I, I've got it here. So after they get arrested, the councilman comes yeah. up to them. He's like... Um, Offers them a deal. Yeah, I'll offer you a plea deal. Admit that you uh, admit that you falsified the documents, and you'll get a slap in the wrist. But you also need to donate to um, uh, LGBT charity, so they all end up making a calendar. Yeah, right. It, it, so it's a thing at the start of the movie where it's like all the yeah. the women in New York know the firemen because they make a calendar, and then at the end of this, they make a LGBT or a, it's definitely a, just a gay for a gay friendly yeah. calendar. A, a gay friendly character and then Talent. yeah and then yeah the movie ends with Vic, uh, uh, Vin Rames and Fortin getting married and Adam Sandler and Jessica Biel make up and then they go for a dance and then Kevin James finds a woman woman whilst listening to Dante sing does the movie end with Peter Dante singing this is news to me 
Well, yeah, that's the movie. Honestly, not much happened in this entire movie. It was, it was kind of shit. <laughs> yeah, this one was. I, I I don't know because I thought I didn't I didn't have any expectations going in because I don't really I didn't really remember a lot of it like I didn't even remember fucking Jessica Leal was in this movie. It was long. It was long. It's two hours. I did this in about three sittings in one night. It's a, it, it's a slow, <laughs> it's not a quick two hour movie either. It's not one that's like oh this is a breezy two hours. It's like a I guess we're sitting down for this one. <laughs> um. Yeah. This is definitely not one of my my favourite Sandler movies. So before we move on to our scores, a thing we like to do is a little segment called Cream de la Scene, which is our favourite scene of the movie. I may be throwing you under the bus here, but Matt, what was your favourite scene of the movie? Because I have Uh, no clue. Oh, no, I do have a favourite scene. It's uh, Kevin James calling out all the firemen. Yeah, after okay. the standard petition, that's my that was my favorite scene in the movie. Turned it in, and he's just like, "So we've been partners for the last like ten years, me and Adam Sandler." And he's like, uh, "Saved your ass from burning fire." Oh, I guess he's too gay to do that now. It's like, "Oh, carried your ass and you had a broken leg out of a out of that building." Oh yeah, no, he's too gay to do that now. It's like, "Oh, I was there for you and you fucking you fucking mum died and we all like came round and had a thing for you." Oh, he's too gay to do that now. And then the fire bell starts, and they's like. Well, guess the fucking gay dude has been saving your ass these last ten years is on a different shift. So shut the fuck up, get down the pole, and let's go and put the fire out. And it's just like, oh, yeah, fuck. No, it's great. Yeah. That's the best scene in the film. Yeah, no, I, 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 I agree there. I, I yeah, I, I think it's actually a really good scene. I, I think that, I like think it genuinely up, is a good thing. I think they put up a lot up with a lot of shit from their team after everything came out, especially. Yeah. The shower and the basketball and the shower scene is also great because yeah. they're like terrified, <laughs> just like the drop in the soap, and then the second soap drops, and then Ving Rames just walks in and starts singing, I'm every woman, just under the shower in the middle, big dick out, grabs the soap and just starts showering, just not a care in the world. I, I, yeah, so good. That, 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 that's, that's a good the scene. Other, like favorite scene. That's the other, like. Good. I there think, you go. There's your creme de la scene. <laughs> I I think my uh, my from this movie is when Adam Sandler and Jessica Biel kiss, and then oh, okay. you can you can see the guilt on Jessica Biel's face and hear it in her voice, and she feels genuinely traumatized for what she has done to Kevin James, and Adam Sandler can't admit his love for this woman who has changed the way that he feels about women because obviously he is trapped in this lie with his best friend. That is my cream de la scene. Are you, are you saying we once again get a movie where Adam Sandler is a terrible bloke and beats a woman and then all of a sudden he is no longer a terrible <laughs> Um. So if we're going off that, we're on one, two, three, four... Five, six, seven. Yeah, this is like the twelfth movie where that happens to Adam Sandler, where he's a terrible bloke at the start, but then he's not because he meets a woman. Oh, it's oh. So, this is what I meant to say. This is a very like little bit, but they're walking through, uh, like they're doing a parade, and what is it? They're wearing shirts, and one of them says "Mrs. Pitt," <laughs> and the other one says "Mrs. Timberlake." I just thought that was a great reference. Oh, because yeah, and I also, is... yeah, and I also really yeah. appreciate. Do you think like Adam Sandler was specifically not wearing the Mrs. Timberlake one because he fondles his Phil <laughs> yes, boobs in this? Gives her a foot rub and fondles her boobs. It's so right. funny. I just couldn't get yeah. over that scene because I was like, "What's he going to happen here?" But then it's like it's at least thirty seconds long, and it's like a full fucking actually going for it. It's so like, oh yeah. <laughs> It's, like, it's I know it's acting, but Jesus Christ, filming that, you must have just been, like, <laughs> fucking pissing yourself. Oh, God. Yeah, Alan Covert's in this movie as well. Can't can't forget to mention that. He's a dad that doesn't want Kevin James near his watch. And then... And then oh, James... yeah, he's in the school with yeah. one of the PTA guys. He is. We don't need you for Little League. And then... It's like, no, we're not good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. 
And then he like, and then he, yeah, he fully. I don't know. I don't know. He he, 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 he he tackles him into something. Yes. And then smashes the shit out of him. And then this big fat kid comes over to his kids. He's like, "Your dad's queer, and so are you." And this kid (laughs) does the splits and full fucking just Johnny Cage's him and just splits him and just punches him straight in the dick. It's fucking gold. Full Mortal Kombat. Fucking Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage, he's the actor for Mortal Kombat. That's his finishing move, I'm pretty sure. Um, Johnny Sins, Nicholas Cage. Go <laughs> on. Hey, Johnny Sins right. could be in this movie and you'd never know. He's just a doctor in the background. Maybe he's a mechanic. Yeah, I, I think I saw him as a mechanic one. Um, <laughs> um, so, but. He fixes the, the pipes in your kitchen, does he? <laughs> What I want you to do is, I want you to rate this film a certain number of sandbags out of ten, and let the people know what sort of flood those sandbags could stop. Oh, I'm going to give this a five point five. Five point five out of ten, and what and the flood? Fl- the flood of piss coming down Nick Totoro's leg when he realizes he dropped the soap. <laughs> I. Oh, last week I gave Rain Over Me a 5.6. I, I don't think I enjoyed that. Did I enjoy this more? Probably not. This was more enjoyable, just, just like purely because it wasn't depressing as fuck. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give this movie a 5.7 out of 10. And my 5.7 sandbags could stop. The flow of rain that got Jessica Biel's top wet that excused her to get topless in front of Adam Sandler, which led to him fondling her breasts. That's what my sandbags could stop. So, average scores um, for this week, Matt, you are sat on a 5.6 out of 10, and I am sat on a 5.42 out of 10. So... We're very, very close to each other. It's sw- I'm sure it's switched around. I'm sure mine was more lower than yours at one point. Yes, it was. But you give the longest yard a 9.3. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> Absolutely deserved. No regrets. And little, and little Nicky at 10. Absolutely. Don't care. Little Nicky is the goal, is the platinum standard for which <laughs> all of Sadler, Adam Sadler movies must be judged. <laughs> I know everyone else oh. thinks that's Happy Gilmore. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's not Little Nicky, surely. Little Nicky. Well, you know what? My opinion, and it's my favourite Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, a, a couple of, of trivia I found. Um, there was an Australian movie with Crocodile Dundee, and then they fil- uh, they sued this movie because they basically had exactly the same plotline, but apparently there wasn't enough uh, enough similarities, so they just threw it out of court. And then that movie eventually was renamed to "I Now Pronounce You Something and Something." After spilled coffee all down me, fucking wonderful. There we go. In November 2007, the producers of Australian film Strange Bedfellows sued Universal Studios for copyright infringement. The suit was withdrawn in April 2008 after the producers got an early draft of the film, blah, 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 blah. Oh, and then they were satisfied. But yeah. Strange Bedfellows. called Bedtime Stories just to piss them off. Maybe. Strange Bedfellows was, was then renamed to I Now Pronounce You Vincent Ralph. And it stars Michael oh. Caton and, yeah. Michael so after Keaton. they sit. <laughs> Michael Caton oh. and Crocodile Dundee and then Dan Aykroyd he basically improvised all his lines in this movie I mean Dan Aykroyd is in this for a total of like two and a half <laughs> two minutes um, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he literally just they sat him down in the room and he just made it up <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised at all um, fuck I love Dan Aykroyd man Jesus Christ what a fucking he's, he's so that guy good. Is. he's so fucking funny uh, you know, he, he is. And what, this is his third time you've seen him? I think this is third one. Third oh, yeah. of Coneheads. four films. Yeah, Coneheads, Fifty oh, nice. First Dates, and then he's back in Pixels. Oh, um, God, I'm not looking forward to watching 
fucking pixels. Oh, oh. Jesus. Do we have to watch... Oh, for God's sake. Do we have to watch the fucking Emoji movie? No, he's not in that. Oh, thank Christ. Um, th- This movie was originally planned with uh, Nicolas Cage and... Nicolas Cage and who? Will Smith. I don't know how that would have... I don't... No, I don't know. That would have been guess- very interesting to see those two interact with each other. I'm guessing Will Smith would have been Chuck. Oh, absolutely. Nicholas Cage, Larry. And then uh, some errors. He is spelt incorrectly. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> He's probably wrong in one scene. But yeah, I've got nothing. This, oh, yeah. No, <laughs> do, do you? Any more about this movie? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm sure I'm gonna probably have something. I don't think I actually do. I'm just making some up. Yeah, but... <laughs> this movie's not worth anyone's time. It it's such a weird time capsule of yeah. What was what was allowed on the big screen? It's a very I mean, it's just a mid two thousands movie. Like you can get away with this. Sh- I mean, it's, there's a reason this obviously like didn't get commercially rated very highly. <laughs> but I guess it, it made a hundred million dollars. Like you can't say it wasn't a it successful did. movie. I, I don't. I I I I'm uh, still look, shocked. No one ever needs to watch this over this again. Shit. It's just funny. Like if you've not seen just... it for ages, it it like it really is kind of jarring when like just just people dropping faggot every five seconds. I don't it's know. Like, it's so strange. But anyway, yeah. Do you want to let the people know <laughs> what we have next week? Next week, baby. So following on from this movie. <laughs> There is a movie in between called Strange Wilderness, but Adam Sandler only produces it, so we're not going to watch that. Oh, we, we get we, we get to Strange Wilderness. Oh, God. When, where the fuck are we doing? Are we doing a Steve Zahn spin-off now? Like, what is this? No, no we're, at, at some point we're going to celebrate movies of Happy Bads. I'm pretty sure that's down on the calendar at some point. That is... Uh, oh, all right, fine. We've we got to do Strange Wilderness and that movie. Also notice that um, Rain Over Me was produced by Happy Madison Productions, but not under that name. No? What was it produced under? They changed, they had a separate production company that was in Happy Madison, but it was named something else because they wanted to name the one with the serious movies after a different thing. I noticed it when they they were introducing it in the movie, and it was like, wait, why isn't this a Happy Madison movie? And then it is. It's just that name doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they only made this movie underneath under the production company name, which was. Yeah. Uh, there's, oh, a, there's another production company that they set up as well. So yeah, yeah. We, we've so got a... Madison Madison Twenty Three Productions, and right, okay. I'm pretty sure the only movies that were released under it were this. Oh, sorry, were Rain Over Me, and there was one other as well. Because they also did the same. Because they were gonna branch off into horror, as well. Yeah. So we, we and they did um, that with a movie called The Shortcut, and that was called Scary Madison, which they should have brought back for Hoobie Halloween, but they didn't. And Hotel Transylvania. Yeah. But yes, um, Str- Strange yeah. Wilderness should be episode seven if we get there. After, um, in our terrific mini series, after we. Discuss the Master of Disguise and Grandma's Boy. I would rather die. Um, next week, I've not seen this. I'm, I don't know if I watched this in the movies in the cinema, but I've not seen it since it came out in 2008. And that is, you don't mess with the Zohan. Uh, itchy Bubblech. That's all I remember from that movie. Yeah, the Fizzy Bubblech. <laughs> not Itchy Bubblech. Um, the the and it's just like made up fucking Middle Eastern sound phrases. Like that's all it is. It's great. And there's just one, like I, I just remember there's like buckets and buckets of hummus in this movie. One joke I remember from this movie is Zohan doing uh, push-ups, and it's like two hands, one hand, 
No hands. <laughs> Just copying today's Just D. What is this? That's all I remember. All I remember from this is he's a hairdresser and then he's just banging old ladies in the back of the salon. Like, apparently it's the busiest hairdresser in the whole of New York now. That's 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 the only thing I can remember from this film. Oh, that and one other scene that I won't spoil yet, I'll say it when we do the thing next week. So it's probably my yeah. great scene and it's the only thing I can remember. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll get to that next week. Um, if you want, follow us on our social medias at SoSandrasPod. Uh, Rate us five stars on Apple Podcast and Spotify. Send us an email at sosandraspod at gmail.com. And I think I think that's all I need to mention. Yeah? I, yeah. yeah. Over and Why out. <laughs> yeah. See you next week. Hey! <laughs>